What's the name of our show again? Apparently, there are like 77 other podcasts called The Jew and the Gentile. Against the rabbis and the priests? Yes, which I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's like Rabbi Moses and, and Father Hanahan. Welcome back to the newly rebranded Unrestricted with Vex and the Bulldog. I'm Jeff Vexler. That's Richard Carnahan. Well, you asked for it, folks. You wanted the Spurs to take a direction, and here we are. DeJounte Murray is gone. But how do you feel? I don't even know. I'm reading around on Spurs Report and everywhere else and talking to every Spurs fan I know, and it's split 50-50 because DeJounte is gone, and you asked for it. Man, that's what you said last week. I want to see a direction from the Spurs. I remember you said it. That's how I talk. Pretty much. (laughs) Are you happy DeJounte's gone? I don't really know. Are you upset that he's gone? I don't really know. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like indifference to me. It is, and I feel sad, but I just really don't feel anything. He spent six years here, and he was good for the Spurs. Six years, and what? what's our record, the mean, medium mode for this? Yeah, let me do the. He averaged on a near triple-double. 20 points, eight rebounds, six assists. Last year? Last year. Okay, what's his career average? 12, six, and four. Okay. There are guys that are playing in Ice Cubes League <laughs> that could do that for us. I mean, I hate... I don't want to be a hater. He was our only all-star, though. Um, but he was an alternate, and I think he played like eight minutes. And he was going around getting autographs from the real players. He's our only guy that really looks like he's a long-term star in this league. Well, Jeff, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if he's a long-term star. Now, the people in, in Atlanta think that, I mean, they're pumped. They said, oh, now we're the sixth best team in the East. <laughs> Congratulations, I'm like, Hawks. whoa. You got him. Way to go, hot, Lana. <laughs> I'm sure he just got a deal from Coca-Cola. Dusty Garza, uh, it's been too long since you and I have been together. It's nice to have you back in town. It's and it's great to up. have you from Spurs Report and back on the mic with us. Thank you. This has been uh, a pretty insane 24 hours for the San Antonio Spurs. I. I thought maybe this was all just rumor and conjecture about DeJounte being traded and wanting out, but it turns out it's as real as it gets. He's out. And not only is it real, this has been in the works since the last NBA trading deadline. What? DeJounte and... Is this Russell insider Lee. Is this insider info that you got? Yeah, I guess it is. I mean, okay. it's kind of out now, Okay, but DeJounte quietly... Clutch Sports quietly approached the Spurs and said, "We're not here for the long term. You don't don't. We're not going to sign any extensions, etc." So wow, Spurs, but I thought he was. I thought he was puro San Antonio. I thought he was the captain of the Spurs, and it seems like the Spurs have put him forth as that character for a long time. Right, you got to sell tickets. He was your best player, arguably. You got to put. You got to put. You know, butts in the seats. And, I mean, you know, let's put it all into context. First of all. He was a replacement all-star, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's like Dak when Dak gets to go to the Hall of Fame. To the, to the Pro, Pro Bowl. Bowl. Yeah. Pro Bowl. But the reality is 
the reality is within the last 24 hours, a lot of crap has happened. And, and, and the real carnival hasn't even started. Okay, wh what happened in the last 24 hours? Because I got to be honest, I went last night out on a date with my wife, and we went and saw the new Elvis movie. Which we got to talk about. Oh my God, it is so freaking good, dude. Have, have you read about it? I've read about it, but I, I feel like I felt on Valentine's Day, my senior year of high school, when I got dumped and everybody knew I got dumped except for me. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Well. Because everybody's seen the Elvis movie and I'm, I'm walking around like I'm in the know, but I ain't. It's so good. I'm hearing a couple of different things. Number one, there's too much Tom Hanks. Which of course yeah, maybe is a the little. story of Tom Hanks's character, the the, the, the colonel, the, the colonel, right? Yep. But I also hear that the young man's performance as Elvis is amazing. It is, man. This is this is going to win uh, a lot of Oscars. Overnight, you announce that you've also signed Brett Brown, the former coach of the 76ers, who was you know a Spurs the, assistant, a Spurs assistant previously. for many years, yep. and had a. A, a decent run with Philadelphia, six, seven years there. Well, where he lost a ton of games and he got basically beheaded uh, as the head coach because they went into process mode, right. tank right. mode. That's right. So he replaces Becky Hammond on the Spurs bench. If you're going to tank, is that a move that you make? Or if you're ready to actually start uh, winning some games – do you bring a, a brain trust like this together? That's because I would think if you're going to tank, knows, you don't do that. Nobody knows how to tank as, as well as Brett Brown. Well, uh, he true. was there for it. What are we talking about? Right? And you, uh, the Spurs have always wanted to bring in the most qualified coaches they can possibly find. I mean, it has been the most nurturing ground for NBA coaches, you know, coming straight out of the Spurs system. But it, it's more than just the coaching decision domino that fell. Lonnie Walker... What's what's the latest you're hearing on him? A couple days ago, we hear very loudly, Lonnie Walker is not expecting to be part of the Spurs. We know that the Spurs kind of kept them on ice. They went, they weren't even talking to Clutch, which is again the same management group. LeBron's LeBron's group yeah. extending him right today. This morning, we hear that he has gotten a qualifying offer last minute. So that means we can match any offer. Right. We can use him as a sign and trade bait, which I think is what we want to do because we is that where we're going. I think we spent a lot of time and money uh, and energy getting this guy to the level where he is. And you're going to just let him walk. That didn't make any sense to me. There also is now, according to, to, to what I can figure out, because it's very complicated. Look, this trade is not even going to be official until July 6th, right? And we still have all the, the Gallinari piece to, to, to fall into place. Gallinari, I think, is is the kind of guy that, that Pop would love on his team, and you're going to be able to pay him a lot less money if you keep him. But the word is Miami and, and Boston are already in line for him. He ain't playing for the Spurs. Gallinari's gone before he even gets here. Every team that thinks that they're one piece away from a championship always wants Danilo Gallinari. Yes. And Miami's been after him for like three or four years. That's right. Yeah, but the Spurs are seven pieces away. Which I think is great. I told you last week, I am ready to be young and bad and fun. And I think we're about to be at least young and bad. We're, I don't know about fun. We'll find out. So we're the bad news bears of the NBA. And Popovich is no, Buttermaker? we're the San Antonio Missions right now <laughs> oh. of the NBA. Okay, so are we going to have Chonkla night? 
<laughs> Taco Tuesday night. That Doesn't would be so awesome. Dude, last night I got a phone call from one of my buddies. You guys have got to hear this. Bob, do you have that? I Let's do. Let's hear it. Hi, Vax. It's your, it's your boy, TJ. I hope you and the, uh, the family are doing well. I was just calling to get uh, more information regarding the uh, open tryout uh, for the San Antonio Spurs uh, for their uh, basketball team next year. To my understanding, they're uh, having an open uh, tryout hosted at the JCC. And I just wanted to confirm. Um, I know after today's news, uh, real heartbreaking news, number one, but uh, after today's news, I know the Spurs are going to need uh, some higher-character, veteran-style leadership. <laughs> and uh, and let me—I'll be honest. It's been a few years since I played meaningful basketball, but you know I have a heart of a champion, and uh, I'll always pound the rock. And I just wanted to talk a little uh, X's and O's with uh, you know the next great GM of the Spurs, Jeff Exler. So, <laughs> you heard uh, it here. You know, uh, real hard night to be a Spurs fan, but, uh, uh, you know, loving the Spurs is wrong. I don't want to be right. So, uh, <laughs> just, uh, I'm just uh, trying to get my sneakers for the, uh, the tryout. So, uh, hope to hear from you soon. If I can't have Bye -bye. you, I don't want nobody, baby. Oh, my. Dusty, can you, can you tell us what – the, the Spurs DeJounte Murray trade deal with Atlanta has in it. The thing that's kind of amazing is that after this trade, we literally have 11, I believe, first round draft picks in the next five years. That's a lot. That's like turning us into OKC. More realistically, these are going to be pieces now that we're going to go into and become part of other trades and sign-in trades. It's about building capital. It's about building, building draft capital yes. when you're an organization like the Spurs, when you're at the bottom and you don't really have any sight line up to the top, right? There's too many good teams in the West and way too many good teams in the East for the Spurs to really think about being an actual contender in the next five years. So don't hang out in NBA purgatory. Get bad. This goes all the way back, at least in my opinion, to the day Kawhi Leonard said he wanted out. Yes. Right then and there, that should have gotten bad. It should have triggered the eject button, Richard. Yeah. Well, they've right learned, then and there. haven't they? They've it, learned. Well, it's, it's it's late, but maybe we've finally figured out that this is the way to do it. Cashing in on Dejounte Murray's at his height, at his height, at right. his at his at his most valuable. When other teams around the league are looking at him, thinking maybe that's the piece that puts us over the top, and the Spurs are saying, "Okay, great, sayonara. Let's take on some draft picks." Let's take on a player that we can move in Danilo Gallinari. I love the move. I have one big question. What's the plan? We have these architects now, and it's a blank canvas. But who do you go and get? Do you just hold on to all these picks and wait for the, the French guy that's well, coming remember, out next year? Victor Wimbanyama. Yeah, say that three times. Victor Wimbanyama. Oh, and that's another thing Dude, that's he's dropped. What, what, what happened? happened? Well, it's not official yet. But we understand that, and 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 this kid, right, who's on everybody's draft board at number, number one. one. Now this kid's going to be coming to the NBA, playing or the G League, playing against American talent, not in Europe somewhere. He's a you know. He's You're going to get a great look at him. You're going to get a great look at him. It's look, and again, 
next year's draft is one of the best drafts in the history of drafts, not just because Scoot Henderson is at the top and, and Victor Wimbanyana, but also because it's a double draft. You're going to okay, have explain high, that for okay, us layman. I'm going to tell you what it is. Basically, we expect for the first time in decades, the NBA is going to allow high school players into next year's NBA draft. So you're not just drafting one class of players. You're actually drafting two classes. So you're drafting like the class of 2023 plus the college 2023. Exactly. Exactly. So it's the best draft ever to be bad. If you're going to have lottery picks, next year's the year, man. So you're telling me there is a plan. Right. <laughs> it's funny because on Spurs Report, uh, which is our huge you know, 20,000 people Facebook group right now, it's on a meltdown. Everyone's freaking out. Like, oh, my gosh, we're tanking, you know, blah, blah, blah. This is horrible. Why would the Spurs do this? I believe, unlike Jeff, that the Spurs can win, even with just this team right here. What? Yeah. The Spurs what can do you win. mean win? How many? Win as many games as DeJounte's led Spurs did. So but that didn't get... do us good enough. No, it's not. Okay? It got so us the ninth pick. if you add a couple of pieces, how, like, and, and one of the questions we had on Spurs report was, which realistic signing will get you 10 or 15 more wins next year? You don't want the 10 or 15 more wins next year. You want to be terrible. Now is the best time to tank because the Spurs just made a bet that DeJounte Murray isn't good enough to make Atlanta good in the East. That's right. the bet because right. otherwise, because if he does improve Atlanta into being, let's say, a top four team in the East – all of these first-round picks that we're getting from Atlanta are going to be late first-round draft picks, and they're not going to be worth a damn. Right. That's right. So you're actually betting against DeJounte Murray making the Hawks better, and I got to tell you, I love that bet. You know, well, let's finish. We got two more picks to talk about. The 2027, we have our own pick plus Atlanta's pick again, and then 2020, we have our own pick plus Boston's pick. Wow. All right? So, again, you tally that up, 11 first-round draft picks in the next five years. Okay, but do you wait for all that to come into fruition? No. Or do you, you put it all together and make moves? Yes, you put it all together and you make yes. moves. Yes. That's what draft right, capital so is for. It's, it's Okay, let's just make believe a scenario. Let's say the Spurs win 25 games next year, which I think is pretty damn likely that that's like the over-under is going to be about 25. And how many games do they play in a season? 82. Boy. I know. Dougie is now your highest paid spur. Yeah. Do you keep him in a, in a league where three-pointers are valuable? Where where you have... Or is but he don't the you new... have to be good at shooting three-pointers? That's, <laughs> that's the genius yes. of it, Richie. Is you tell Dougie McBuckets, bro, I need 24 shots out of you all next year. And we know damn well he's only going to shoot 38%. And so we're going to lose a bunch of ball games. What's the over-under? 20 wins? Right. I mean, really, Trey Jones is our starting point guard next year, which is not great. And I hear he's the not Spurs a bad player. Want Josh Primo to be, <laughs> or maybe just you split up the time between both of those. But those are still pretty good point guards. Primo's exciting. It's not like he's going to have some breakout season next year and carry us to fifty-five wins. Okay. No. But what I'm saying is, this is an organization who's thinking and making a lot of moves, really great moves to tank. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Hypothetical. Blank canvas. We've got the money. We've got the draft picks. Let's say we're going to do something this year. What do we do? I'm telling you, you sign guys to one-year deals 
who are expiring next summer and you push everything back one more year. You want to be as bad as you possibly can this upcoming season. And it's going to well, be we tough. We don't have to sign anybody if we want to be as bad as we possibly can. Well, you're absolutely right. Our we roster. Can just, we our, can just stroll out all our 18-year-olds. Our roster is bad enough to win way less than the Orlando Magic. It's probably... Orlando Magic has some nice players. They do. If you look at the Spurs roster, it is bottom two, bottom three. I can't think of a worse top-to-bottom roster, particularly now that DeJounte's gone. But I was never a DeJounte fan to begin with. He's not that guy. He wasn't going to lead us to the promised land. If you can't... If you're not growing your superstar and he has a high value, you ship him. And the Spurs did it. I think that's... I think that is a big spike the football moment. It's a Patriot-esque move. It is. Sell before they lose their value. That's right. Look, I was never in love with DeJounte Murray. He always struck me as the guy who was much more interested in his Instagram than he was in anything else. Oh, grinding. That, that was all summer long. You'd see that on his Instagram. And it's yeah. like, dude, you're dunking on like a 5'4", bald, white guy. In, in, hey, in, in, <laughs> come on. I got that. a little close. Let's there. not. <laughs> Slow down. It describes both of us at least partially. You've got way better hair. <laughs> yeah, but I'm the 5'4". You got another inch on me. Yeah, inch and a half, <laughs> sucker. <At least. laughs> you know, one, of the, one of the things that I loved about the last podcast you guys did was you really did not... The thing that drives me crazy sometimes about media in San Antonio is they tow the line. They tow the company line. And you guys don't tow the company line. You're like saying, listen, take a really good look at this Soshan guy that we just drafted. Like, what in the world is that? The guy didn't start games at Baylor except for maybe one, One. and it was because of COVID. And and you start to think, whoa, what what is going on? That's kind of (laughs) weird, right? We have to be honest, right? Like, we're not employed by the Spurs. uh, Thanks to Jeff. Not that we wouldn't love to be, okay, but we're not going to tow a company line. We're going to be, I have to be honest and give my my fair judgment on what I'm seeing the way every fan out there is. And it's an, I have to say, not just because I've known you all this this time and and we used to do Game Night React together. We sure did. This perspective that you bring is very important because it is honest and it is educational. You don't have to agree with us that you hated the draft picks that we got. But you, you're going to get a different perspective than everybody else who's chimed in. That's right, because they're towing the company line, and you have to love the Spurs draft picks. Yeah. yeah. When you live in San Antonio, you drink Cowboys Kool-Aid and Spurs Kool-Aid. No doubt. And that's just it. That's why it's called fan fanatical. What, what is the listening audience feeling right now about all these topics, about, about the Spurs? Like, uh, I am so excited to finally be doing the the honest tank and a rebuild if that is in fact what the spurs do next year i'm thrilled it's been five years since Kawhi left and that's when it should have started was immediately then we delayed the inevitable uh we won too many games but finally i think we're pushing reset and that makes me happy even if it makes a lot of spurs fans really upset in the short term that we just gave away our best player Well, well we've been spoiled and you talked about it yeah we were spoiled, um, and, and and walk me through this. We had the Admiral. He got hurt, and then we got Tim. That's right. right. So that was super lucky, and then there's 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 decades of, of Spurs fans that have seen nothing but greatness. That's right. We it's, have to thank DeJounte Murray, though, for keeping his lips shut 
as active as he is on social media, he did never he never did what what Kawhi or anybody else did and let his value drop by coming out and saying I'm not re-signing with. That's you a guys. good point. I give him that much credit. That's a smart move because he could have absolutely devalued himself if he had made himself known that he wasn't going to stick around in San Antonio. But it's interesting though because the team that that just got him is now led by another former guy who was a Spurs guy, L- Landry Fields, right? The GM of Atlanta. Yep. Right, and and it's known around the league that that Trey and Dejounte like each other, and they talked about playing with each other. Apparently, they, that this was going on, but the Spurs finding themselves in the situation where you've got your quote unquote star pr- player telling you and his agent saying, "Look, we're not going to be here long term. We're we're just not going to sign. We think that we can make more money in, in bigger markets." The Spurs pick up the phone as soon as Landry is in the front office. Yep, and say, "Dude." You want DeJounte? And if so, we don't even care if we get John Collins back. Matter of fact, we don't want John Collins because John Thank Collins God. Will, will... Win us games. Will, <laughs> well, not only that, but like really you take a John Collins and, and the reason why the Spurs fans wanted John Collins to begin with is because you would be matching him up with DeJounte Murray on the floor for some pretty cool highlight plays. John Collins by himself is not a great player and he is at a big contract. I wanted Huge. no part Me of neither. John Collins. Me neither. But I will say that I am a little bit disappointed that the Spurs did not coax out one of the better young players players, that Atlanta has that, you know, they are a deep basketball team of young players. Um, Kevin Herter or Kayvon, as they call him, Mm -hmm. Kayvon Herter. I'm just surprised a little bit that the Spurs didn't take one of those guys back. But maybe at the end of the day, they didn't value those guys um, the way they did having future picks and building capital that way. Or because they know they need that capital to make some moves. Correct. Right now, okay? So, yeah, look, everybody was up in arms that the Spurs didn't trade for John Collins. And I'm looking at his contract and going, dude, this guy would have made more money than Tim Duncan. You don't want him. You don't want him. He's not that good. He doesn't change your your trajectory. I just thought of something, though. Sir. Open audition for the HEB commercials. Oh, that's a good point. Because they're all gone. There's no talent. (laughs) A couple hacks like me and you. We could we could sell H E B brand fajitas you, all day. You, me, and Dusty, could we do it? I know we could. I we're so. we're about as famous as the Spurs starting five. That's right. We'd be better <laughs> than Mick Buckets. And you can't spell Texas without H E B.